I've already started making a few changes, and one of them is like having baths like midweek. I just want to clarify for the audience that Georgina does not only have one bath a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant one relaxing bath. I have showers, <laughs> daily showers. Um, but yeah. Tuned in to the conversation for her by her. This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Conversation Podcast. You know me, Zuli Kilabo, and I have a panel of wonderful ladies with me today, in, today in, including a guest. <laughs> Can't speak, it's been a long day. Uh, including a wonderful guest, Josephine. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yep. Hello, everyone. Uh, Josephine here, first time here. Um... At the moment, I'm training to be a therapist, I'm a writer, and speaking on a panel is something I've been wanting to do for a very long time, so I'm very happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. Mm. So, since you just spoke, Georgina, do you yes. want to introduce yourself? I'm Georgina, I am here still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mona, I'm here still as well, loving kicking. <laughs> so... I want to just jump into our conversation for today, which is New Year, New Me. But before we do that, since there's this been the whole buzz about like the 10 year challenge and all that stuff, I wanted to know what you ladies were doing, saying, thinking, wearing 10 years ago that you would never, ever wear, do, say, think, whatever now. Mm hmm. Ten years ago, I couldn't tell you my elbow from my ass. I was looking left and I was looking right, but I weren't looking straight ahead. That's what I was tell doing. It. And it's so annoying. <laughs> In terms, I'm talking about spiritually, um, religion, fashion. Just I was just all over the place. Um, my fashion sense was, I'd say it was a lot more safer than I am now. Mm. So I was probably just trying to keep up with the Joneses, wearing a jeans and a top. So, oh. Actually, I had a side fringe that was disgusting. I went to the hairdressers and I said to her, do you know what, I want to be fresh. I showed a picture of Megan Good and I was like, make me like her. Wow. I want a side fringe. She parted my hair in the middle of my head no. and cut the side. Sorry. Sorry. Thanks, Kerry. I figured that was her name. No. That's despicable. That was me 10 years ago. That's really bad. Yep. Mm. 10 years ago, I feel like I'm not, I don't feel like I've changed that much in terms of fashion and things like that. Um, but I do think I'm a lot more confident now than I was 10 years ago. Mm. Like, I feel like back then I probably would have been a bit more of a, a yes man. Yeah. Back then, like, when it comes, especially when it comes to work and stuff, I'd be more like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, yeah, I'll do that, even though I might be thinking they're taking liberties, they're, they're like, want me to stay late in 8 pm, that kind of thing. I probably would have still been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because thinking, like, your boss was everything. You yeah. needed to, that was me 10 years ago. Now I'm more a bit more confident in myself and thinking, okay, where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? I'm trying to be a bit more mindful about where I'm going yeah. in life and the kind of shape my life is taking, mm. I feel. Also, I'm leaving bootcut jeans back in. <laughs> 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 Just add a little fashion thing there. <laughs> uh, for me, 10 years ago, I think fashion-wise, I don't think I've changed that much. I've always liked really kind of bright colours and outlandish things. So I don't really think I've changed that much. But I think in terms of... Emotionally, I'm in my mid 30s now. So I say 10 years ago, I think now I have much more of a sense of kind of internal direction mm. and a more of an internal compass that isn't as easily swayed by external factors. So there's less noise. Um, there still is noise, mm. but just a lot less of it. So, 
Well, 10 years ago, I thought that wearing tons of necklaces all the time was like the height of like high fashion. Um, <laughs> I had really long hair. I had hair down to my bum. Ooh. And I pretty much always had like was using a chopstick to get it out of my face. I oh my never God, I forgot wore about the chopstick thing. Yeah, I never ever wore makeup like ever. Um, I was really into heavy metal and stuff like that. I was going out every Saturday clubbing, doing crazy things. Um, and yeah, I can safely say I'm very different now to the point where if somebody suggests going clubbing by about 12 o'clock I turn to my mate who is also a granny like me (laughs) and say like cup of tea she goes oh yeah cup of tea go home getting our slippers and have a good night and that's like yeah so I'm I'm very different now to how I was 10 years ago right so well <laughs> putting a little pin in that today's subject new year new me I'm curious about this whole fad that we have about dieting and stuff in the new year and exercise videos that always come out and resolutions mm. and all that stuff so I guess first, what I want to know is what do you think about this diet culture fad of January diets, um, like dry January, all of that stuff? Do you think it's like good for us or do you think it's just faddy and silly? I think we have quite an unhealthy relationship to pleasure in this society in the sense that obviously in December you enjoy yourself and you eat what you want, you drink what you want. And I feel there's this sense that in January, you then have to punish yourself Mm. and restrict yourself. And I think, you know, if you've enjoyed yourself, why must you then have to, you know, berate yourself and, you know, not drink and not eat this and not eat that and just put your body through this cycle of excess and restriction. Um, So I feel there's too much pressure in January to kind of be like, okay, you failed in December, let's start fresh. When no, you just enjoyed yourself, so what's there to punish yourself for Mm. yeah I think I I kind of agree but then at the same time my issue is probably with the whole concept of January being that one time in the year when you're going to get yourself in check when you're going to actually try and be healthy when you're actually going to do stuff for yourself and try and calm down I think that whole concept to me is is out of whack especially the like you mentioned about the dry January Mm -hmm. when everyone's always like oh I'm going to do dry January just for one month I'm going to do and then the rest of the year they're still overindulging, still probably drinking too much than more than they should be. And I'm just like, instead of just doing the one month, why don't you just try and just cut down a little bit for the rest of the year instead mm. of just taking one month of cold turkey and yeah. like trying to sweat your way through it. Mm. Like just <laughs> calm, just cut down a bit throughout the year. I think that our relationship with alcohol is unhealthy here anyway. But I think that that whole dry January really shows how unhealthy it is because people really... A lot of people try to do it because they're trying to like get themselves through it and to say, oh yeah, it's okay for me the rest of the year to overindulge because I did this one month. Yeah. So I think, to me, I think that is unhealthy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Georgina. I've never drank alcohol. Mm-hmm. Day in my life, never been drunk. Don't drink. I don't think I will drink. But I ain't ever dry. I moisturise 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't never been a dry January. But I like the idea of it is the beginning of the year. So having structure and setting yourself like a scheme that you're gonna follow, I like that idea. But mm-hmm. I agree, not just for the month. Make it a lifestyle change, a lifestyle choice, not just for the month. Mm. Mm. 
I mean, going back to what Josephine was saying about this kind of system that we have of like purge and plenty, mm. you see it a lot in countries that are Christian countries and even, you know, a lot of religious countries where you have like Lent and then people go crazy, um, Yom Kippur for Jews, like Ramadan for Muslims. And I don't so, know if people go crazy. Some people go crazy. I, I mean, crazy. well, maybe Jews go crazy. <laughs> Trust me on that one. There's a lot of eating that happens on Yom Kippur. Like, if you ever had a fried donut, like, there's donuts everywhere on Yom Kippur. It's, it's a bit mad. But particularly us, I think that at Christmas time, it's all about indulgence mm. and, yeah, treat yourself and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, even though there's pressure in January to cut back and slim down and go dry and all that stuff, there's also a lot of pressure, I think, to treat yourself, inverted commas, in December. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's the problem is that you're you're pressured almost to indulge. Mm. And if you don't want to, oh what's wrong with you? It's Christmas. Oh, yeah. it's New Year. <laughs> have some fun. Let your hair down. And the fact is you don't have to. Mm. That's true. You do that all year round. Yeah. I think that if if, the, if there's a balance though, because I think the issue is that we kind of focus on you know, December to January, where if you look at, you know, your relationship with yourself and food and drink or whatever from mm. January to December, if you take the whole year into consideration, you wouldn't get to December and feel like, okay, now I've, you know, I've been strict to myself all this year, now I'm going to indulge, and then, oh, I've indulged too much, so in January I'm going to go back. I think if there's, a, if you have a balance in your life where you, you know, you let yourself have what you want, you have a balance where you can enjoy food, you can treat yourself if that's what you want to call it, but basically if you just have a relationship where you can eat what you want, then you don't need to kind of mm. either indulge in December or then restrict in January. There doesn't need to be this yo-yo. Mm. Yeah. So would any of you do a January diet, like, you know, s try and slim down, start going to the gym and all of that stuff? Would you do that in January or mm. at any point? Like, is that something that you Well, I haven't done it in the past. Mm. I'm not really an exercise type of person. <laughs> That's probably good because I'm just lazy. Mm. Um, so whenever New Year comes around, that's never going to be my New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. um, although I do start to think, okay, this year, what changes would I like to make? Yeah. So like mm. planning for the year ahead, but not just for January and just, oh no, now's the time I've got to like get rid of everything, all that weight I put on in December, all that mm. drinking. No, I think for the rest of the year, I might think about, okay, I would like to be a bit healthier. And it is something I'm thinking about at the moment. And since I've been thinking about going to the gym, I haven't signed up. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Just so we know. Which is progress. Um, I've been bombarded with mm. emails. Literally emails upon emails, text messages yeah. about joining the gym, about how they're doing free membership for a month or how all this kind of stuff. And it just shows you the kind of pressure that they've put you under in mm. January. All the cookbooks that come out and all the new channels like mm. trying to do fitness videos. Oh, it's just too much. And yeah. even that has put me off signing up because I'm like, am I just part of this like fad, this part of this mm. trend of January? Mm. And then I'm just going to forget about it like in March. So I haven't signed up. I'm waiting to February to see if I'm still interested mm. in signing up. That's kind of how I'm approaching it at the moment. <laughs> I think for me, I am trying to retrain my relationship with food because everybody knows I like yes. to eat. And... <laughs> But I want to be, I want to have more discipline in myself. Mm. And I think I'm quite a healthy eater anyway. To me, there's not a lot of things I don't like. It's just the portions that I like to eat. So it's not about 
going on a healthier lifestyle in terms of <clears throat> trying to lose weight and be slim thick. I'm just trying to be healthier in all my choices. Mm. So that means the energy that I take into my life, whether that's food that I'm consuming, people that I'm spending my time around, things mm. that I'm allowing into my brain, I'm just trying to make healthier choices. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that I'm going on a food diet. It's more of like... A spiritual cleanse. Yeah, mm. to the words right in my mouth. Spiritual cleanse, I'd say. I do need to join the gym. And that it's not something that I feel pressured to. Mm. I just like to have an active lifestyle. I'd like to be more active. Mm. And I look at... Every time January rolls around, I wouldn't say that it's a reset, but you're turning over a fresh page. So I'd yeah. like to start it on a good foot. Yeah, mm. that's true. I think for me, it's about, you know, setting intentions. It's like what you were mm. saying, Georgina. So rather than, like, in previous years, like, if, you know... Previous years, I might have said, right, in January, I'm going to lose three stone this year. I'm going to go to the gym every, you know, week, whatever. And I know that by January 15th, that will have kind of fallen by the wayside. So now it's more about, okay, this year I want to treat my body well. You know, I want to build a good relationship with my body and with my fitness. Mm. And that can permeate into so many other things. It's not a specific, right, that means I can only have carbs one day of the month. Yeah, It's more <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to try and be mindful as much as I can. Um, but just with the intention that I want to treat myself well. And then mm. I think things fall into that, really. Yeah. And do you think that, like, people's mental health in January does suffer? You know, because there's that that Blue Monday concept, which has actually been proven to be a big old fib and was started by a travel agency yeah. to try and get people to book holidays and stuff. But do you think that... Have you noticed that people are more down in January? or I think a lot of that... I'm not discrediting the fact that there is some truth to January being, quote-unquote, a negative month. But I do believe that you speak your truths into existence. And mm. if you're constantly saying... January feels like the longest month of the year and January blues or Monday blues, all of the, I think if that's the energy that you're harbouring, then that's what you're going to feel, yeah, because mm. that's what you're generating, it's around you. I don't really see a difference in January. I don't wake up and think, oh, shit, it's January. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's January. The weather's mm. a bit cold, but it doesn't mm. get to me as much. And when I've spoken to people who've self-diagnosed themselves as... Mm a victim of the January illness, I just think, pick yourself up. If there's something that you're not happy about, change it. If It's your perspective. If you look at January as long, it is going to be long. Mm -hmm. I think mm. it's also a work thing. Yeah. Like, after Christmas, mm -hmm. Christmas is that build-up. And when you're in the workplace, Christmas is, like, the best time to be at work yeah. because you're going to drinks every evening, you've got mince pies by your desk, everyone's <laughs> eating chocolates, coming by, chatting, everyone's so excited that the Christmas break is coming up, then you get this long break that everybody's on so no one's pressured to work or anything, and then you come back on January 2nd and it's literally like, there's nothing. There's no great holiday in January, all those mince pies are done gone, there's nothing, and now you're back at work, at your desk, it's grey, and everyone's just like, oh you've had the most amazing month to come back in January. I think that's why people think that they're depressed. Mm. But it's just because you were so focused on December, you didn't bother to plan anything for January. Yes. Also, the payday is extra long in January, yes. and that is the HR's fault. Yes. So everyone's yes. broke. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can't afford to drink. That's why they do dry January. Yeah. It's not because they're trying to be healthy. It's because they're broke. Yeah. So that's why people think that January is a depressing month. Mm. So I think that is gets into people's psyche and they start thinking, oh, January is always so bad. But if you just actually planned your January, you probably would feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also because people overspend at Christmas and that's mm. a massive exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. The pressures of spending at Christmas. Yeah. 
exactly. leaves you broke in January. I mean, I think for me, I personally think wherever you are in your life is magnified, perhaps, by the start of a new year. So if you haven't been feeling, you know, if you're mm. in a bad place, January's not necessarily going to make that any better. And, and if you're already in a good place, then January's just another month. So yeah. I don't think it's like, you know, the January blues. I think it's just where you are in, in life. And I think if, if you are sadly depressed then that's not going to change when January mm. comes around. And I think, you know, it can actually be heightened by New Year, New mm. You, and yes. all this. Yes, yes. I think exactly. it gets crushing. Yeah, I, I, think it can, I think it can actually heighten it. But um, I think whatever's already there will just manifest itself mm-hmm. in January, really. Yeah. So, Georgina, you mentioned resolutions and things like mm-hmm. that. I just wanted to touch base with you and ask you, like, what, what resolutions have you made? Like, have you made any resolutions? What do you think of resolutions? I don't usually make a resolution in the terms of what I'm cutting out. Mm. Like, I don't say, oh, I'm going to stop. I don't drink anyway, but, you know, people say I'm going to stop drinking, I'm going to stop eating chocolate or whatever. I've stopped doing that. Like, I probably did that when I was, like, 18, so and it never worked. I never mm. was, I'm not committed enough. Too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do do is, like, say, okay, this year I'm going to start doing this or I'm going to learn this new skill. My Most of my emphasis is, like, trying to be a better me so I'm like okay mm. this year is the year that I am going to learn how to speak French or something mm. and I try and have a goal that's like a fun thing to do for the year mm. and a new skill rather than taking away something that yeah, I enjoy yeah. I find that works better and you're more likely to stick to the thing that you've decided to start so like last year I was saying to um, Priscilla before about um starting to DJ mm-hmm. that was my new year's resolution last year oh. it didn't happen so it's rolling over yeah. <laughs> to this year um but it's something i've wanted to do and it's a fun skill yeah something and i don't feel pressured to be like oh my god if i don't get it done you know then that's the end i've I've failed in life yeah it's just something nice another skill to take on (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so uh dj super gina in the his exactly (laughs) do you you know what i am the best (laughs) ipad dj i'm telling you i just need to start putting that on decks and i'm there so uh, just to let the uh, audience know, uh, Georgina is now available for weddings, <laughs> but mitzvahs, christenings, or just if you want to get litty, she's around. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, hit her up, hit her in the DMs. <laughs> that was one of my New Year's resolutions last year. Really? Did yeah, you get did it? You? Let me tell you as far as I got. So I work in a school. You know the keypad, we're like, DJ, DJ, come on! <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I got. Five times the kids are like, Miss, and I was like, Yeah, let me stop this. <laughs> so that's not rolling over to this year. <laughs> so, uh, no stone love fog horns for you. Oh, do, do, my do. oh my gosh, dude, I love it. That is me. None of that, that. is me. What I have said though is, um, I want to pray more, mm, and in terms one. of not to try to get all spiritual, but I don't know if I believe in God, I don't know what I believe in anymore, but I want to humble myself and put my knees on the edge of my bed put my hands together and speak all of my truths into existence Mm. and just say what I'm grateful for I feel Mm. like I'm constant I don't want to say I'm constantly whining but usually people pray when they feel like they need help and I just want to get into the routine of being grateful and stop whining and saying the things that I'm appreciative for being blessed in the situation that I'm in and just really looking around me and taking Mm. in what I see because life is so short and not to get too deep last year I think I lost about four family members and rapidly no reason just sudden deaths 
And it's really made me realise life is so mm, fickle. Any, you, you could go any time. So instead of me sitting here and fretting about things that aren't important, just be grateful. If I've set myself goals and I haven't met those goals, at least I can acknowledge I'm trying. Yeah. I tried. Mm. And to try and fail isn't a mistake. Yeah. It's true. It's true. That is a really good mm. resolution. Joseph, Might have to steal that one. Steal <laughs> um, for me, I, it's not so much resolutions, it's more intentions. And when I sat down on New Year's Eve and I wrote down, okay, what do I want to bring into mm-hmm. creation 2019? And it's things like more travel, more learning. Like mm-hmm. I really want to learn this year. And I've mm-hmm. already started, like I'm reading a lot more these days and really kind of opening my mind and I'm loving it. So yeah, more learning, more travel, more connections, um, just more really. Like just I want to, you know, just want to create more abundance in my life and just Mm. kind of build on the the good feeling I have now. Actually, it's probably been a really good January so far, and I feel like I've already begun to manifest a lot of those intentions. And so, so yeah, that's January so far has Mm. has been quite fruitful. Right. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about things that I had put into practice in January last year when I was in a really bad place and just reflecting on how I am now. And realistically, it was the it was the realizations that I had in that January that have made me take steps and put in daily practices um, to make sure that I'm in a good place this January. Mm. And sometimes I think people overlook that you take it takes a while. Like these practices don't just happen overnight mm. and they are a practice every day, every other day, like however many days you can do it. So I started doing a practice with a friend where I was bragging. So we do like two and a half minutes of bragging every day, two and a half minutes of gratitudes every day. And some days, you know, we don't make it or whatever, but most of the time we do. And that's really helped my mental health. Um, and like you were saying, Mona, just being trying to be grateful and being in a space of recognizing where you are and recognizing that you are in a desperate space but trying not to stay there too much Mm. and obviously when you're in a bad mental space it's very easy to stay there and not that you should discount where you are or try and cover it up or whatever but the everybody has something to be grateful for even if it's toothpaste Mm. yeah so uh yeah that's a that's my two penneth for what it's worth (laughs) (laughs) um so kind of moving on to other pressures that we have in in the new year there's there are a lot of statistics about people looking for new jobs in January or feeling like they just need to make some kind of drastic change to shake up their life or whatever so I mean have any of you been tempted to look for a new job or move house or dump your man or woman or whatever get a cat not this January, but I think uh, last January, January 2018, I 2017 had not been a good year. So, you know, January 2018, I was like, right, I need to make a lot of changes. So mm. new job, new home, uh, just new everything. And, yeah, I felt that was the time and all those things kind of needed to start happening. Mm. Um, this year, not so much, but I can understand why people, you know, in January are like, okay, I'm doing something, I'm living somewhere I'm not happy with. I don't want to spend the next 365 days in this place. So I can I can understand that totally. Mm-hmm. I think January is always a time, for me anyway, for reflection. Like, mm. what was good about last year? What do you want to take into the next year? Or, you know, what kind of things do you want to put in place this year to make it different from last year? And I think that's probably why a lot of people do want to look for a new job. I think because mm. everybody's in that mode of, it's a new, like I said, like mm. Mona said before, it's a new page. Like, everybody wants to start afresh. And that's probably the time when everybody's looking. I personally haven't 
I looked for a new job in, in January because when I want a new job, I ain't waiting until January. I'm going to go and find one now. <laughs> I'm not yes. trying to wait till the new year. <laughs> like, I'm ready, I'm ready. Mm. So, um, yeah, I haven't done anything like that. But I definitely do, like, reflect on what was terrible about the year before, what was good, mm. and what could make it better this year. I definitely do that in January. Yeah. I think, um, again, as you said, Georgina, I understand why people would feel like they'd need to f- have a bit of, something different Mm. in their life but I don't think it necessarily takes January to be that reason and Mm. I'm a big believer on you don't need a reason to be happy yeah you don't need you don't need to dress up you don't need a special occasion sorry to dress up Mm -hmm. you know do what you want and I feel this whole pressure of January you have to commit to something you have to change something you don't have to do anything January could stay exactly the same as 2018 because for me you're constantly evolving and constantly changing every single day Mm -hmm. even if you can't feel it or you can't see it a change is happening so to feel that you have to do it in January like you said Georgina if I wanted to find a new job I'd find it however 2019 I need to be sexy I'm turning 25 (laughs) I come to play I said that I want to cut my hair oh yeah I wanna. I was talking to Zulika. Do I wanna grow? Do I wanna? I don't know what I wanna do with myself. But 2019, I want to be sexy. I'm putting that out into the world. Yeah. You're not gonna be sexy. You're gonna be sexy. Yeah. yeah sexy. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Positive yeah. Positivity. Sexy, yeah. Let's channel this energy. Grateful. And yeah. also, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So, like, just just let's evaluate that statement that okay. you made. You're gonna be. You're going to be 25. So you're not yeah. even 25 yet. I'm 29. Yeah. And you're at 24. Thank you. Checks in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say is that there's this pressure that people start to feel, particularly once they get over the age of 25 or approaching like their quarter life crisis Mm. of, yeah, I need to start really taking myself in hand because, you know, before it didn't matter, like when you're 19 and you can eat anything and like you don't bloat or whatever, but then you hit 25 and your metabolism goes, (laughs) yeah, and you're just like, "Mm, okay, well, I've got to take myself in hand. Mm. And there's this idea that, yeah, like I need to look a certain way in January or like for summer or start getting that weight and you just want to make it clear that, girl, you are gorgeous, whatever you're doing, Mm. and you don't have to. Praise Lord. Thank you. I also think what you're saying as well is that's just birthdays in general. Every time there's a birthday, you yeah. think there's this pressure of like, oh, I need to be better than last year. I need to yeah. be better than last year. I need to make some changes. And I think that's what people do in January. People want something different. They just want to shake up their lives. They want to, yeah. Or sometimes you just like a change. Like sometimes I just like a change. I'm like, I'm going to do something different. Yeah. And I think that's what people feel in January because that year's finished. Yeah. And now it's like a new one. So, yeah. you know. It can be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there is something quite poetic about January 1st and a whole year of who knows what's going to happen. Mm. So I can, you know, it is a time when you're like, okay, well, this is a blank canvas. How am I going to paint it? So there, it is definitely a time when people start thinking, oh, what am I going to change? But I think you're right, Money, you know, it shouldn't be lip service. If, if there's nothing to change, then you don't have to change it. If you're mm. happy where you are, stay, you know, fine. Like there, there is a pressure, like, okay, what are you going to do to bring the new year? But if you're happy as you are, Change should come from within, not because you feel you need to do something. But if Mm. you feel you do need to do something, then I think, like you said, Mm. Georgina, there's no need to wait until January. But if at that time in January you feel the impetus, then yeah, by all means, Mm. manifest it. And I think also we can't underestimate the value of small changes Mm. implemented over time. Mm -hmm. Because the problem is with like this whole January thing and setting New Year's resolutions is that there's... 
this thing of that it all has to happen at once or it's like a massive I think people get really intimidated by this massive task that they have to do like yeah. I want to lose weight or mm. I want to um, be driving or studying or do, getting a DJ complication <laughs> or whatever like get, get your decks out or whatever but like you know there are s- small manageable steps that you can take like even if it's just on a Saturday morning you you're doing something to get you one step closer to your goal. And then the pressure kind of comes off and then you might actually achieve it Mm. more than if you're pressurizing yourself every day to not eat carbs and, um, or, you know, you come home after work and you listen to music and then you Mm. go to bed and you get up and do the whole thing again the next day. And it's just like a really intense pressured situation, which let's face it after Christmas and all of that, like, and everyone's broke, nobody needs. Yeah. Mm. I feel like January should be the month where you, kind of relax mm. that should be your your happiest month in a way because you just had christmas and now you're kind of leveling out you're thinking mm. about what you're going to do next mm. you're kind of enjoying yourself you shouldn't be restricting yourself and start dieting it's the worst for me i think it's the worst time to start doing stuff like that i think you should just relax and enjoy and be happy yeah because it's like one extreme to the other isn't it yeah and also yeah, when you're thinking fair. about what the changes you're going to make um, I think people make the mistake of just thinking about January instead of thinking for the next 12 months yeah. I'm going to be doing this. And I yeah. think that is key to what um, Zalika was saying is like small changes over time Yeah. Um, and using that 12 months <clears throat> to make those changes is really good. So, I mean, going into like this kind of self-care thing that you mentioned, Georgina, mm-hmm. is, there, is there anything that you want to start implementing in terms of self-care, looking after yourself, like small changes? that you want to start um, So doing. my changes, probably, they probably not, I wouldn't say that they're really like spiritual or anything, um, but what, I've already started making a few changes and one of them is like having baths like midweek mm. and stuff. Mm. Just when you come home from work, you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to have a bath and I've put like the candles out and I'm just playing music and it just, you're on your own. I'm not like looking at my phone or reading mm-hmm. or anything. I'm just literally in the bath with candles, music, basically shutting myself off and I find that that's, because you don't really get permission to just do nothing. Like, yeah. I feel like in this society, we're always pressured to be doing something or going somewhere or having plans. And, like, when you try to, like, just do something on your own and basically do nothing, mm-hmm. people are kind of like, oh, you're kind of wasting your time. But for me, it's really helpful to, like, empty my mind. Yeah. Um, I and I find that space really good. Um, another thing I did was what I was saying before about preparing January was in December, I booked loads of theatre trips for January. Oh, nice. So that when January came around, number one, I knew I wasn't going to have their money, so they were already paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. And number two, it actually gives you things to look forward to yeah. throughout January. Yeah. So January wasn't like, oh, no. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the theatre. I'm going to be watching Lion King. I'm going to Aladdin. Woo, woo. Oh, that kind of nice. thing. And, it, and I've done two already, and it's been really good. So my January has been lit. Nice. I just want to clarify for the audience that Georgina does not only have one bath a week. <laughs> <laughs> No, I meant one relaxed bath. I have showers, <laughs> daily showers. Um, but no. <laughs> Mona, what what self care are you going to be doing? Um, kind of tied into when I said I want to be sexy mm-hmm. or continue being sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, is just because I think reflecting. I've all always been someone who's kept myself under lock and key like I haven't been the most experimental put myself Mm -hmm. out there and I have that type of personality but I feel myself keeping it on a leash Mm. and I'm not saying that I want to 
change myself or become sexier because I feel like I need as I'm getting older I need to embrace that no I feel like as the years have gone by I've seen how much time I've wasted Mm. not embracing myself wholeheartedly so that's what I want to do I want to embrace myself and whatever however that comes about is how I'll take it so if that's taking baths <laughs> more than once a day once a week <laughs> or whatever that is just being a bit more selfish like, yes. I don't, like I said not yes, having the reason to pamper myself and take myself out and do whatever it is I want just do me and be happy about mm. it and not feel guilty about it mm. I think as you get older as well you, you're you happy to do more things on your own yes. Yes. and you'll find once you start doing things on your own you are making yourself more happy because you're not yeah. relying on waiting on other people to be ready yeah. or doing what they want to do. You're just doing yourself. Mm. So that definitely happens. Yeah, and I, I, I am. I have my own flat. I live by myself, and I, I, I love my flat. I love my space in there. And I think I already do quite a lot of self care. I think like I'm, I'm quite happy to kind of. I don't know if be selfish mm. is the right word, but I think I'm already, I already do quite a lot of self-care, like particularly my flat. But I think there's small things I don't really pay attention to, like like baths. Mm. I mainly take showers. I have a bath, but I never. I think I've used it once in the time in the time I've been in my flat. I always have showers, and mm. I always kind of think, oh, well, a bath is an extravagance, you know, like all that water. Mm. Um, I love candles. I have one candle which I light maybe once every fortnight, you know. And I think I'd love an evening actually, just to kind of have a bath, then have candles, mm. you know, and I have my, I live by myself, I can do it, and mm. yet I don't, so I think it's, I think I already do the kind of the, the big things, like I'm happy, like, you know, doing stuff on my own and stuff, but it's the small things. Yeah, mm. that make a difference. Yeah, that I think I'm not doing, that I'd like to do, um, and just to get over the, the idea that, oh, it's an extravagance, why are you kind of wasting mm. I think, yeah. like you say, the, about the extravagance thing, I think sometimes as well people think self-care is like, it has to be like once a month. You can only like yeah. pamper yourself once a month or yeah. something, and I'm just like, dude, why can't I just come home every night from work? And I've been at work all day. Mm. I've commuted an hour. Mm. I've been at work for eight hours. I've commuted another hour. When I get home, that should be my time yeah. every day, mm. not yeah. once a week, not once a month. I should be able to come home every evening and be like, okay, what am I going to do for myself this evening? After yeah. I've done eight hours for somebody else's time. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you see what I mean? And really now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to eat ice cream in my dressing gown. Like, every <laughs> night is my night. And I think some people feel guilty for yes, that. Yes, yeah, But I, didn't. it's they my do. time. They do. Just before we wrap up, speaking of things that we uh, want to do, is there anything that you have on your bucket list that you plan to tick off this year? That's a good question that I don't have an answer to. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, that's why I was looking at you. <laughs> I don't have a bucket list. Yeah, what about the DJ thing? Yeah, the DJ thing is on my list every year. So yeah. I don't know if it's going to get ticked off this year because I don't have the equipment and I'm getting married and all my money's going there. So maybe that's oh, my bucket congratulations. list. Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. married, tick. Once Whoop. that done, we'll move on to the next yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should DJ at your wedding for a bit. Dude, if I could, I In would. In your wedding dress, why not? I would, if I could. What do you mean, if you? it's your wedding, you the, can do what the, you want. They're not going to let me, the venue won't let me do uh-huh. that. Oh. <laughs> the I'll, venue won't, I'll jump in on that. won't let us do that. Boom. <laughs> I'd say for me... What I want to do this year is probably, again, just about the whole self-care thing. I just really want to get to know myself Mm. now. I feel like I've spent so many years, like I said, looking left and looking right. It's time for me to look straight ahead and within. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find out who Mona is. Who Mona be? Who Mona be? You're not going to skydive, Mona? Hell no! (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to find myself out. (laughs) I'm not kill myself. Do you know how scared I am of her? 
notes. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Scared. If that reaction didn't tell you. Scared. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because everybody assumes that a bucket list has got the thing has it's got extreme. to be like a yeah. massive extreme thing. Like, yeah, you know, go see the Northern Lights and all that stuff. Yeah. But you're saying like actually prioritize, get to know yourself. Yeah, get to know me. Okay. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, my bucket list, um, I think it's already things I've kind of gradually been kind of ticking off it. Um, but I think one thing I'd really love to create this year is a relationship. I'd Ooh. really love to, uh, yeah, create a, a meaningful relationship this year. That would be an awesome thing mm. to tick off. A romantic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think um, the kind of introspective ones that you guys have done, is, that's pretty um, different perspective on a bucket list I think mm. there's more meaningful than mm. I'm just going to climb you know some mountain or something I think that's actually finding yourself finding relationship like actually putting out your emotional mm. bucket list I think that's mm. really important mm. um, and something that more people should think about um, especially at this time especially in January mm. well just to finish off on my bucket list there is one thing that I have always wanted and that is a dog of my very own. Oh. I thought he was going to say baby. I know. The way you like, okay, not that I don't, not that, not that I don't want children. Not that I don't want children. But I think that in terms of like mental health and just getting out more and exercising, you know, you can do a lot worse than getting a dog. Mm. You can do, a and lot. that can help with all of those things. All of those things, yeah. and also you meet loads of different people when you have a dog because you're in the dog park all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I just I love dogs. And I, I really want to get a dog this year. Don't they have a thing where you can rent a dog Borrow or babysit a dog? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the same. I want my dog. Yeah. I want my dog. <laughs> this is very forced. In 2019, you will get your In dog. In 2019, I want my own little no, dog. No, you don't want. I will get I will my get own. my yeah. own dog. I will have my own dog. Um, so, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> dogs and self-care, um, <laughs> I think that's time to sign off. So, ladies, let's say goodbye. Bye. 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 DJ. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put that sound effect at the end? <laughs>